Hello, my friends. I hope my voice finds you happy, healthy, and working your way through this isolation period. I want to share with you a story tonight because um, it actually is in the middle of the night and I'm by myself. My usual suspects, Solana and Nigel, are uh, not with us tonight. But for those who are avid listeners of the podcast, I want to share something that I hope... Um, I hope it will relate to many of you and I hope equally it will help a few of you out because it's um, one of those things that doesn't happen too often but when it happens it just gives you a little bit of a jolt. And I want to talk about a phone call that I received this week and I want to talk to you about some of the challenges we all have as driven people, as business builders, as people who are spending our whole life trying to solve problems and I guess progress in life in a way that we can deal with in terms of goal-orientated, successful, looking to you know just try and achieve our dreams. So to take you back earlier this week, I had a phone call from a old friend and the old friend called me up and I just, you know, you've got friends in all different parts of your life. And I guess with this friend that whilst we're good friends, I hadn't heard from him for a little while. And my assumption is that, to be honest with you, I think I thought they were ringing for some form of investment advice. I thought they were ringing up with some ideas they'd had in their business or um, something they were evaluating and they wanted my take on it, which is a lot of the phone calls I get uh, out of the blue. And so we, we'd, it was a bit strange because we'd, pre-set it so text message first and said hey do you have time for a chat which normally means um i want it to be a focused chat not just a hey how you going what do you think of this cool um speak to you soon type conversation and so yeah we'd organize the time to chat and we got to the phone call and we were call we were just talking and we were just you know doing all the howdy do's and all that sort of stuff and it was one of those phone calls where you know that <laughs> even when it begins that what you're talking about is not the conversation that's actually happening. And so we're having this conversation and we're a few minutes in and we're just talking and everything's sort of like that. And then, you know, I asked the inevitable question, okay, what's really going on? What's up? And it's very interesting because this person's a strong person and is strong both emotionally and physically, but they started to get that um, quiver in their voice around not everything's going as well as I'm projecting. And I'm like, okay, let's tell me what's going on. And they just said, well, I just, honestly, I haven't been sleeping for weeks and weeks. And every time I go to sleep, I'm tossing and turning. I'm just, I'm awake. I'm thinking about things and I'm exhausted. And even though I'm exhausted, I can't sleep. And I've got this level of insomnia. And I'm like, is it just a, you know, going through this COVID-19 thing? Is that the, is that what's going on? And they're like, no, it's, it's not that. And they well, I go, how do you know it's not that? And they're well, it's just, because it's not the thing that's worrying me. I, I deep down know. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. Well, well, tell me a bit more. And anyway, they're describing the last few weeks of their life and just talking about the ramifications of lack of sleep, the anxiousness they're feeling all the time and, basically just 
the deterioration of their personality because they're literally, you know, really struggling with this and they're feeling like their life's ending. And they're feeling like um, they don't know what's happened. They feel like they're out of control. And as you can imagine with the type of business that I'm in and the type of people that are friends of mine and the type of people that I enjoy you know, conversing with, they're all pretty driven people. So actually projecting weakness is really, I would say, saved for very inner circle type people where there's that just brutal honesty of relationship and everyone lets their guard down. And so getting to this point with this friend, just going through and hearing and, and just hearing his voice sort of breaking up and you know hearing some relief of actually telling someone and, and discussing that, I'm like, well, what's actually going on? And anyway, we, we get deeper into it. And he starts to describe to me that he's been given an opportunity that's fairly significant and it's it's in to do with his business but it's not really to do with his business because it's going to change his whole life and it's going to it's going to change the dynamic of his family it's going to change the risk tolerance in his mind of what he was expecting to do at this time in his life and he was talking about a whole lot of different variables and the thing that's interesting and the thing that I want to talk to you about tonight is <laughs> here's a guy that's really smart, really successful and basically talking to me like like a broken, just a broken puppy and it's not the fact that they're weak, it's not the fact that they are not really, really smart and they're not really driven and they're not really great business owners they're not really great entrepreneurs they're out they are really great but you just you just get to points where you remember that everyone has their tolerance and everyone has their mental capacity and we're all going through a really tough time at the moment and it's really it's really important just to if you can just see if you can help carry a few people through this period just help people with a little bit more tolerance a little bit more risk a little bit more time a little bit more and when i talk about risk i mean risk in going a bit deeper into the emotions of people and asking the the follow-up question spending that little bit of extra time just to make sure that they're okay and when i was speaking to this guy he was telling me that because he'd had this opportunity he's basically got to pivot his whole life right now and he's got to change everything that he's been doing and it's not because it's an, a huge risk. It's because that it's going into something completely unknown and it's trying something really different. And talking through it with him, it was about it was about where are we all at during change? Where do we tolerate change and how do we tolerate it? What are the things that we do when things need to change yet we need to emotionally calibrate with them? So we were talking through this story and we were just basically asking a few questions which was why is this a risk? And when we got down to it, the risk wasn't about the actual business opportunity. The risk was about the perception of what they thought their life was going to be at this point and moving forward from here versus what it would be and trying to calibrate that, trying to think about that differently was creating such anxiety in them because they'd had this life 
plan for quite a while and it wasn't to do with financials. It wasn't to do with those sort of things. It was to do with this is what I do, this is my skill set and this is what I'm going to make a living doing. Yet this opportunity was such a different one that it, it basically destabilized all the things they knew and they knew how to handle. So everything's become a new learning time. Everything's become a new learning opportunity. Everything's become difficult in a way because it's new, not because the actual task is difficult. And so because of all these things are happening all at once and then you put the layer of COVID-19 over the top, you, you lose all the, all the anchor points in your life that give you that little bit of stability even in times of instability. And so talking through that with this guy, we were just breaking this down and it was, it was talking about transition and then we were talking about, well, what is it that you really want? Not what you want to do. What is it that you really want in life? What are the things that make you happy? If we're all sitting here 50 years ahead of time and we sit back and we look at this point, what do we hope works? And we were talking through some of those things, you know, the dreams, the goals, the type of person you want to be, the type of decision maker you are, all these things. And and also then you get to that question of, well, what would I enjoy doing the most? If I had to commit five, 10 years, which is a commitment you should make for any business, minimum when you start out is, listen, I'm going to be doing this for a while. Am I going to enjoy this? Now, a few of us really enjoy just doing businesses rather than the actual product and service. We, we enjoy building the companies, but not everyone's like that. Some people need to be immersed in something they truly love. I'm pretty lucky because I actually love building businesses but are in the business of building businesses if that makes sense so to be honest with you i'm a i should be careful saying don't do something that's not exactly aligned to you because that's um if i look back at it in real reflection it's probably never really worked for me i have to enjoy the product or service that i'm actually building so maybe i'm just worked out that i'm a liar about five minutes ago but you can be the judge of that when you're, when you're in these periods of instability caused by options, you want to start asking yourself the questions that we just spoke about. And then it comes down to one really important question, which is, why can't I have it all? Why can't I do everything? And we basically played out a scenario which was, what would be the cost of you taking on an opportunity and being focused on it for a period of time to see if you liked it, to see if it was going to be as lucrative as you thought, to see if it was going to give you the, I guess, the next level of stimulus that you need just to you know, move on in life, a new learning experience. But once the honeymoon period's worn off, is it still something you want to do? Because yes, you'll make some more money and in this case, you're going to make some good money. But is that going to be enough to do something in an industry that you're not overly passionate in you have to enjoy building the business so you have to make sure that that's calibrated but when we broke it down and we actually separated the problems we actually took out the variables and we sat there and said this is a variable this is a variable and this is a variable let's not look at them all intertwined let's see if we can break each one down and solve the problem using a couple of pretenses which would be well if we did this how would it affect just this thing not all of it together. And then we did that with all of them. 
But the process of breaking down these challenges and in times when you feel like in a lot of overwhelm because you might have challenges happening in your business, challenges happening in your personal life, challenges happening in your finances, challenges happening you know, into the whole economy, all these things that happen all at once, you do need to start just taking half a step back and just looking at the pieces as separate pieces. Yes, you can bring them all back together at a time, but start to evaluate how does that piece be affected by this choice? How does this piece get affected? How does this piece get affected? Does it matter if I did this piece? And what we came up with in the end was let's try and have it all. Let's try and do both for a period of time so the opportunity cost of taking a chance on something else isn't going to completely negate everything you've done. And now a lot of people will be sitting there thinking now, well, that's a little bit, you know, anti-performance, Tim. They go, why is that? Because, you know, the whole old saying that is don't ever have a plan B. And I agree with that. I think if you commit to something, you need to commit all in with something. You've got to go for it. But that doesn't mean at the cost of everything else if you can manage it. And this is the thing about performance. If you want to start optimizing one area of your life, it doesn't mean you stop every other area. It just might have, it might not have the full impact of your focus and energy for a period of time. But things have to build concurrently. If you're running a business and you're managing a department that needs your attention because you're the only one who can really bring that attention to it or you're bringing the entrepreneurism or you're bringing the vision, you're going to have to trust other people to run the other departments to keep building them up. Now, for smaller businesses, that might not necessarily be someone who's as competent as you, but at least it'll have someone on it that will be focused on it 100%. And even if you're more competent, more talented, or you have more vision around what that needs to be, it's not very useful if you can only commit 10% of your time. And this is the whole evaluation in your personal life as well, which is if I wanted to have it all, so let's look at it, not just my friend's situation, let's look at it as your life and your family's life. If you want to build a business, are you prepared for that to be at the cost of all your friendships all your family and all that. A lot of people have made the decision that that is the cost, but a lot of people have been able to find some level of balance. And it's not that it doesn't take any less work or you can't be ultra successful and find that balance. This is more around your personal choice of what you want to do or what you believe has to be done. And a lot of people use business as an excuse to cut off everyone else in their lives They love the idea that they have to be completely selfish and they'll blame the business. But there are hundreds of thousands of examples of people who have been very, 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 very successful yet have been able to balance it all. But you have other people who have much smaller businesses, much smaller things to conquer in terms of where they're currently at but seem to have none of the time that others do. So you've got to ask yourself that question which is, Maybe it's not about the time. Maybe it's about the skill or the management style or the whatever it is that I need to do to be able to achieve my top goal, which is I want to enjoy life and I want to be successful. Because if you decide to sell that option, if you decide to sell that opportunity to have it all, 
to enjoy many aspects of life, not just one. Well, you're going to find that it will be pretty hollow at the end of the day. And this was basically what we got to at the end of my friend, which was they were making decisions that didn't sit well with them because they wanted multiple things in life to enjoy. And they didn't want to lose things at the cost of other things because they weren't ready to do that, nor did they want to make that choice at that time in their life. But once they resolved that, once they understood why the thinking was there, I got a text the next day going, you know, I haven't slept better. And it was, nothing had actually changed in the physical world. But it was calibrating how the things need to sit in your physical world. And if you take anything from today and and the little story that happened to me this week, I want you to think about where aren't you calibrating the things you want in life to the actions you're taking in your business and your personal life. Because once you can calibrate them and once you can get some clarity around them, even decisions in a lot of different areas all at once can be simplified because you can use that filter of this is what I want my life to be. Now, does this decision take me closer towards that or further away? And once you've got a couple of those decision-making criteria because you know exactly who you want to be and how you want to get there, even in these times of complete instability and so many different things happening and all these variables we've never had to deal with before, you might find it a lot easier to navigate because you get to trust your gut and you get to know and understand what you're really about. And if you use those two things, you'll certainly sleep a lot better at night. Hope you have a brilliant week and um, see you all again soon. Have a great one.